0: The Roots team is proud to bring you Strengthen Your Roots, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into connecting with teammates on topics like leadership, as well as personal and professional skill building. Welcome back listeners for this month's episode of Strengthen Your Roots. I'm Andy Pfeiffer, a Financial Services Officer in the Norfolk Retail Office. and I have the privilege to be a part of a sub-series where Roots members will be spending time connecting with business units that serve unique customer groups and markets in a series titled Bridging the Gap. Our goal is to help teammates gain a broader understanding of how we fit into the egg industry and the value that we can provide. I'd like to remind our listeners to stay tuned later for our discussion for the podcast Pondered Question, where listeners will have a chance to add their input in Yammer for an opportunity to win some Rude swag. Today, I have both a YBS officer, Megan Sprague, and two of our customers, Aaron O'Brien and Kurt Trustee of AK Farms. Welcome, and I really wanna thank Aaron and Kurt for you guys being here. Um, This is the first podcast that we've brought customers along with us on. So again, thank you for giving us some time um, here just before we get Harvest kicked off and and you guys kind of disappear here for the next couple of months. So so again, thank you. I'll roll that into introductions then. Um, Megan, if you could introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm Megan Sprague, uh, as Andy said. I'm a YBS relationship officer in the North Plot retail office. I have been with Farm Credit for seven years. Um, I live on a cow calf ranch northwest of the office uh with my husband and my nine-year-old son and my two-year-old daughter.
0: Fantastic. So the cow calf life you can relate to as you're you're out there on your own operation. I love hearing that. Aaron Kurt, uh little introductions of yourselves.
2: I'm Kurt Trusty and uh 31 years old and after high school I didn't want to go to college, so I started working for a farmer for uh, 13 years now. And then me and Aaron started farming together at the beginning of the year. And I got a wife and she's a dental hygienist and a son that's almost two years old. Yeah, Aaron O'Brien here. Oh uh, graduated high school, went to
3: college for diesel mechanics and found a guy that was willing to help me out in the cattle industry, and so I got started in the cattle and did that for 11 years, and then I started farming before years ago. Kurt and I had an opportunity here to start farming, and we got together and started farming together, so. Can
0: you tell me a little bit more about that. How'd you guys meet, and, and how the idea come about to farm together?
3: We went to high school together. Kurt was Great below me? Yep. Grade yeah. Great below me. I graduated in 09. We just kind of grew up in a small town together and both knew we liked farming and enjoyed farming and yep. had an opportunity.
1: So, you guys knew of a local farmer that was wanting to slow down and give up some land, right? So,
2: yes. yeah, kind of funny story. Aaron always approached me and said, We should farm together. We should farm together. And I was always... What ground? Well, it was last March. One of our longtime friends, he's getting older, and he's getting burned out. We're talking to him about it. and He said he's ready to be done farming. I'm like, well, we're going to go talk to a banker. <laughs> so that's where Megan came in.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my follow up question. How did you guys find ground to start on? So um, we got that answer. How did you guys find Megan or what made you go to farm credit then?
3: I've recently been with Farm Credit. The young beginning, I guess. Us getting started. And Kurt, just starting out.
2: And yeah. two younger guys with not really much happening on the farm side. All the other bankers would kind of laugh.
0: And again, that's what I, I love this approach. Um, kind of backing up a little bit and reminding ourselves even that everybody has to start somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and where you guys are at and having this opportunity and and staying in contact with the neighbor or somebody new that might wanna slow down. Uh, kudos to you guys for jumping on that opportunity and, and going after it. Megan, I guess we'll we'll steer into that a little bit. YBS is new within Farm Credit still, I would say. What is YBS? Somebody hasn't heard of it, how do you explain that?
1: YBS stands for young or beginning or small producers. Um, the YBS program was developed in order for us to help the next generation you know, be more proactive as far as making sure uh, young or beginning or even small producers have the advantages to grow, you know, or expand their operations if that's what they want to do. So the types of operations that I work with could be somebody that, you know, they're just out of college or they just want to go straight to farming from um, high school type of thing. Maybe they have family support, maybe they don't. Uh, I work with, you know, beginning operations. It could be somebody that has a job in town, but is also trying to grow their farm or ranch on the side. And then we work with smaller operations too. It might be somebody who is um, farming or ranching a little bit on the side during their retirement, or it could be, you know, a niche market like shrimp farms or wineries.
0: Yeah. And I think, again, Farm Credit has shifted a lot to that specialized approach and That's where I appreciate this. So as Aaron and Kurt sitting there, you're only working with operations similar to theirs. You're seeing what they see, experiencing what they experience. And I I truly think it's only a benefit to to Aaron and Kurt and all the other customers that you're working with. I guess to highlight your operation, Aaron and Kurt, where are you guys at with your operation right now? Acres, what do you guys do do for an operation?
2: So right now we have eight pivots and we have uh, six uh, corn and two soybeans. And uh, we're a minimal till. We do strip till. And we did a little bit of cover crop this year. Test the waters and that, since that's the new hot thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that cover crop, that's been a, a stressful decision with the lack of moisture. Yes. In yeah. In these last couple of years. That's changed some habits for sure on that one. Um, what are you guys doing for equipment? Do you guys own? Are you leasing? Or how are you getting that side of the operation done?
3: We own some. And... Oh, we're kind of trying to work out with who we're helping farm. We're kind of working together, and he uses some of ours. We use his, and we help him with everything. So
0: eight pivots. That's a that's a great start and good to hear. So good for you guys to to hit the ground running and and just kind of go all in on that. Nice work again for Aaron and Kurt. Uh, hurdles for young producers. If you can talk about those a little bit. I think there's probably some obvious ones out there, but maybe some things that, that aren't so obvious or have surprised you as you've gone into this this venture.
2: Finding more ground, I guess, would be a hard one. It's pretty hard for a landowner just to rent out ground to two dumb young kids and trust us.
0: <laughs> Easy now. Huh? You got to have more confidence in yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got Megan on your side. So
0: <laughs> Um, for sure, more ground is always a challenge, and I—I I mean, I advise everybody: you just never know. Always be nice to your neighbor, right? Because exactly. that opportunity could come up. But uh, yeah, go tell your story, and, and you might—you might come across some. So.
3: Everybody's got to start somewhere.
0: Uh, May, so, Aaron and Kurt again. Uh, Megan's approach to your operation: how has that benefited you?
2: Uh, she's really good about inviting us to webinars uh like risk management financial skills establishing business plans and the AGwest
1: the uh, the commodities um so here last winter we um hosted workshops as part of our YBS program um, and we brought in various marketing companies AGwest was one of them that we had here in North Platte and so these guys were there and got to kind of hear from them as far as um, you know, tips and tricks on marketing and then also some industry outlook, too.
2: And she's really good at asking us what else we want to learn about.
0: I think that's the approach that I really like a lot. And it's actually kind of an upcoming question around the education side. I don't think you can learn too much or get too much exposure to these things at, at your age. And, and then how you integrate and use that you build your habits, routines, whatever that is, it it goes from there. But yeah, I mean, soak up all you can. And and I'm sure Megan will continue to provide that, or at least I'm putting the pressure on Megan, I guess, to provide that. So um, farm credit will keep doing their part. I'm I'm sure of that. So how would your operation be different if you didn't have this relationship with Megan?
1: Uh,
2: Without Megan, there would not be an AK Farms.
1: I would like to highlight that when they came in last year, I was really excited about the opportunity they had in front of them, but I was really excited too, because knowing that we just launched this YBS program, this was exactly what the YBS program was designed for. It's for somebody who has a really great opportunity to expand and grow in front of them, but maybe they don't have the equity or the working capital or you know, even just the, the history of farming management that... Typically, a lot of underwriting standards would like to see, or even other lending institutions would like to see. And so that's part of the YBS program is saying, okay, we're going to think outside of the box and we're going to be creative to help these younger producers do whatever they can do, you know, within their means. We don't want to get somebody in financial trouble, but we want to give them the opportunity to.
0: Opportunity you guys had to go pick up these eight farms that otherwise may have just been absorbed by the next larger producer, you guys get this chance yeah. Um, because, and we've had what we used to call development fund and some different opportunities. But again, going back to the specialized and targeted approach that has paired with some different standards of lending and, and allowing you guys to go do this. And then the, the education side as well. I don't think, I'll probably keep repeating mm-hmm. myself on that, but I don't think, we we can't emphasize that enough. I think it's critical. And if you guys have an appetite for it, it's gonna be there and you'll be able to keep doing it. And I would yeah, I definitely encourage it. So that's kind of then goes into our next question, uh, Megan. If you want to highlight anything more on the education side of of what we're doing for for producers like Aaron and Kurt and, and anything else that we got going on the the YBS front for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um internally here at Farm Credit and Frontier Farm Credit, we have some kind of core, uh, you know, education workshops um, that we do throughout our regions and offices. And those are, you know, financial skills, balance sheets, cash flows, there's a business planning workshop, things like that. Um, I had the pleasure of hosting the financial skills workshop this last winter and the bookkeepers or their wives, Kurt um, and Aaron's wives, Shayla and Lauren came. So that was a lot of fun because they get to be involved with the operation too that way, you know, and then, like I said, we do other educational events where we bring in other experts besides ourselves. Um, we bring in, uh, you know, transition planning experts. We bring in marketing experts um, and we just hosted uh terrain ag meeting where we brought in Dave uh, Weber, just as a, a beef industry expert, just to talk about what's going on in the industry. So um, again, we ask for our customers' feedback, but we try and just, you know, provide them with as much information as we can, and hopefully they can pick and choose what makes sense to them.
0: And I think side by side, was that something that you guys had the opportunity to go to or that's a I've big been, part of I YBS? Decide, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep, and we're hoping to get hurt okay. there here next year, or the year after, and and you know, um, side by side is huge as far as there's great speakers and workshops, but the networking, these guys get a network with other producers that are, um, you know, have similarities but also differences as far as what they see on a day to day basis. So the networking is really huge there.
0: Uh, Aaron, was your spouse able to go with you on that one?
3: Yes, she was. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I love that focus too. It's it's bringing the whole team in. Yeah. Um. Because you don't make all the decisions solely by yourself. It's it's getting everybody in that together and learning together. Great stuff. Uh, Aaron Kurt, conferences that you have attended. Uh, I guess Aaron, you just mentioned you went to side by side. How was that for you?
3: I really enjoyed it. Learned a lot and met a lot of different people. Learned different farming practices. And
0: yeah. And Megan, have you attended side by side or been a part of that?
1: Yep, I have actually. It's uh, really fun to to see them. I know some of them in the past have been a little bit skeptical about going to a conference in downtown Omaha, but the majority of the customers that I've talked to, they always said it, it was better than they expected, and most of them will say that it was way more fun than what they expected.
3: Yeah. Yes. Since I was nervous yeah. about going there, and I knew some people that had went, so I talked to them. And they said yes it's well worth going so i'm like well all right i'll go then
2: <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: it's, hard, <laughs> it's hard to unplug from the operation and get away but yeah um that specialized time and that working um it's it's good for you recharge the batteries a little bit if you will this is a little bit of a long-term question and, and anybody can answer here um or i guess megan you can probably start on this one but how long do aaron and kurt work with a YBS officer, or does that change?
1: So it's going to vary um, operation to operation, customer to customer. Uh, The idea behind it is a YBS officer will work with an operation for two to four years. Um, You know, that first year we meet, we identify their goals um, and maybe any kind of expansion or growth that they're currently going through or even challenges. Um, And we try to help them work through some of those goals and some of those challenges, but also get to a place where it's just kind of like, you know, when they do their financials every year, when they want to buy a piece of ground or something, they maybe don't need as much hands-on from their officer. Um, I'm here as a specialized resource. I have more time available to specifically work with my customers, Um, but eventually they'll get to a point where they don't really have to ask me that many questions about their cash flow or whatever. You know, Aaron and Kurt, these guys, uh they just picked up eight pivots last year. Um this is a new venture for them. I would call it new because we're just a year into it and you know they're actively looking to kind of build on that. So I may be working with these guys for, you know, two or three, four more years just depending on, you know, what that looks like and and where they're at in a couple of years.
0: Yeah, I mean, I and that's all our relationship to officers, it's not necessarily a destination spot but you know whether that goes to a financial officer i work with full-time producers and that's obviously what you guys are are yearning for and adding more farms and whatever that next step looks like i'm sure it'll be a good one but maybe you'll get tired of megan and want to move on sooner we don't know <laughs>
1: that's always a possibility awesome thing or,
0: or megan megan will get tired of you guys maybe that's That'll it probably so. happen you. <laughs> yeah yeah so you hit on that like kind of my next question there megan but uh Define goals for your operations. So what do you guys what do you guys have for goals here in the next one, two, three years or five, whatever you want to highlight? Succeed and expand.
2: Just be happy where have we're pain. at. We don't want to have Look. 60 pivots or whatever and not know what's going on.
3: Manage what we have and raise the best what we best crops of the ground we have.
1: You know, and part of the um, YBS program is we have a a baseline assessment and a goals worksheet where basically I just ask more specified questions to get to know um, my customers and their operations and and their goals and things like that. So when I ask specific questions, when we're doing, um, you know, year-end financials or when somebody comes to see me about, you know, picking up some more ground or something um, with these guys, I I see, you know, they want to succeed and expand, but more specifically, you know, Kurt would like to be a full-time farmer for himself instead of, you know, being a wage earner on the side and working for somebody else. And obviously they both want to be able to support their families with their, um, you know, farming endeavors and be profitable just so they they can pick up some more ground or buy some more of their machinery and, and be ready for other opportunities. Um, I think, you know, they're they're off to a great start. And I mean, they call and ask me questions. Is this a good idea? Or what do you think of this? And so <laughs> I, I appreciate that instead of somebody, you know, that just wants to take off running and not really have a destination in mind.
0: Yeah, I think And going back to like uh, what you guys said right away is we want to expand, but we want to be content where we are. And and that balance is is hard to find um, because you can grow too fast or you can add too many acres and then it's not manageable. And that was going to be one of my follow-up questions too. Like, if you still have off-farm jobs, or your 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 so you're wagering on another operation, and when does that come into the mix? You know, you can go add eight more pivots next year, but can you still hold that wager in a job? There's a lot to balance there, and I yeah. I think that's critical that you guys are having those conversations with Megan to kind of kind of help decide where where is the balance, what are the next steps operationally. Um, I gotta ask this: what's a what's the biggest weakness for for AK farms right now?
2: crop prices right now.
0: <laughs> so that'd be a non-controllable, right? But it like, <laughs> could on, be yeah. a little bit controlled um, by marketing and, and maybe that's part of your answer too. But uh, what's what are drought conditions, rain conditions like where you guys are at?
3: We're pretty wet early on, been kind of dry here past month, caught a half inch rain here, what was that? A couple days ago? Yeah. That was pretty nice. So it was pretty nice getting that rain early this year. A lot better than last year. We didn't get any rain last year, hardly.
0: And remind the listeners, I'm not sure we actually told them exactly, where Where do you guys, most of your farms located at and relative to a, a nearby city or town?
2: So we're southwest of North Platte, about 40 miles. And it's Wallace. And we farm oh, five miles south of Wallace and seven miles north of Wallace.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So as we're looking at that drought map, I mean, up this way, we've got a lot of red, our direction in northeast Nebraska. Mm -hmm. I think you guys are sitting from a drought perspective pretty good. Um, Obviously, more moisture as of late would have been nice, right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for sharing all the insights uh, so far. We like to do some rapid fire stuff to kind of break it up. So we're going to we're going to jump in and, and go through some of those. I'll call you guys out. How about that? Aaron, best movie of all time. Top gun, uh, one or two. Which one's better? Ah, uh, probably one. Yeah, the original, the original always wins, right? That's right. Uh, Megan, place you most want to travel to,
1: Alaska.
0: Uh, Kurt, first car you ever drove, uh, 96 Pontiac Sunfire. <laughs> oh, nice. The <That laughs> car's probably, probably ready to go to a derby here soon or something, <laughs> yeah this episode's podcast ponder question is Aaron let's go here favorite season of the year fall fall Get ready for harvest right Get yep, ready for harvest cooler weather <laughs> cooler weather man it's been fantastic as of late I'll take this yeah um Kurt what is one item you cannot live without
2: probably my sunglasses
0: <laughs> okay hey I hear you there still
2: naked without those
0: do you have like two or three backup pairs, or your one steady yeah, that you always have? Every
2: vehicle, everywhere, I got sunglasses. Yeah, on. I'm,
0: I'm with you on that. So, uh, Aaron and Kurt, if you're stranded on an island, which one of you would survive the longest?
2: <laughs> I would probably survive. I got more pounds on him, so I can go more days without eating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Megan, we'll bounce it off you here. Favorite summer activities?
1: Uh, getting the cabs ready for the county fair with my kids.
0: Oh, man. That's that's become an event, no doubt. So how'd the fairs go for you this year?
1: Pretty good. It was our little boy's first year of actually showing in the real 4-H classes. So he learned a lot, but it went pretty well.
0: That's awesome. I love seeing the kiddos out from, from the brand new ones like your your son all the way up to the the kids all the way up to high school. It's it's uh cool to see the process and just the the family connection as you're going through the barns and stuff. So it is. Uh, uh I'll go around the horn on this one. Aaron, favorite snack?
3: Probably gonna have to be gummies.
0: Gummies nice.
2: <laughs> Fruit gummies.
0: <Kurt>? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for elaborating. <laughs> uh Kurt, what do you got?
2: Chips and salsa.
0: Oh, there we go. Megan.
2: Coffee. Coffee
0: at which she shared her large coffee. It looks like a Uh silo of coffee that she brought Uh to the podcast (laughs) this morning. So, gonna
1: have to have another one this afternoon. Don't worry,
0: that works. Fill it up. Yep. Uh, Aaron, crunchy or creamy peanut butter?
2: Crunchy,
0: gotcha. Okay, Kurt, money or happiness?
2: Mm, Happiness,
0: love it. Lastly, uh, we'll go all three of you Aaron, red or green? Green, Kurt, green. Okay. Megan?
1: Farm credit green.
0: Oh, farm credit green. Okay. Red or green, what I'm talking about there is equipment. So we've got our case here, John Deere, guys, for the listeners out there, just to make sure you understand that. So Aaron and Kurt, technology-wise, obviously that's everywhere, right? It's in front of us at every, everywhere we turn. Um, What technology is most important to you and how are you guys using it?
3: Probably... The guide system and combining the tractor and collecting yield data, collecting data off planting, collecting data, everything you do, going every pass through the field, collecting data off that. And that way you can use all that in the future and kind of better your,
2: better ground and manage your poorer ground. And you can always send that to the co-op so they can see where you're at in the field, what it's doing. That way they know what kind of fertilizer program
0: to do next year. Yeah, we talked about that here, obviously, just a little bit ago. But what you do with that data is critical. It's everywhere. It's coming off of everything, how you're collecting it. Um, And you guys with eight new farms, there's a lot to learn from those. You can get information from the guy that was operating on it before. um, But you guys might operate a little different or put a, a different program on, different seed number on. So what is that doing on the backside? I I guess if I was you guys, I'd be pretty excited to see how that that comes out here in the next uh, yeah. month and a half for sure. Um, you guys mentioned AgriPoint, too a little bit in discussion um, on the technology side. So that's your financial technology. Do you guys see benefit of of having access to that online to be able to update there?
2: Yes, it's huge. It's so easy to run. You spend the evening in there doing your cash flow and just keeping it up to date, and it's so easy. To
0: run. Uh, yeah again to my listeners you can't see but Megan smiled really big there he mentioned updating cash flow and keeping that updated and that is music too, especially a YBS officer's ears. so uh, kudos to you guys Kurt thanks for bringing that up
1: absolutely if I have customers that will even get in there and look at their cash flows but then actually start to play with them and update them and and understand what you know changing um some expenses or some income looks like on their cash flow that's huge so, I mean, that right there, what Kurt said, we have it on AgriPoint, you can get in there, you can do it yourself, or you can just review it. Um, That's huge. You know, it's it's on your phone, it's on your computer. It's really, really nice to have.
0: Megan, we're going to shift a little bit here, uh, back to just kind of the core of what Mm -hmm. YBS is. Um, Any common questions that you've gotten or even misconceptions that you've heard uh, about YBS?
1: I would say as far as misconceptions or common questions, um, there seems to be a little bit of confusion. You know, uh, within Farm Credit or Frontier Farm Credit, we've always had an Ag Start product and that's specifically a loan product for young and beginning farmers or ranchers. Ag Start can still be applied to YBS customers' loans, but somebody does not have to be a YBS customer to also receive an Ag Start loan product. Um, The YBS program is really designed for those who, again, are trying to grow or expand or um, achieve something within their operation. Um, It's kind of designed for those that have motivation to learn and um, better themselves or their operation. Um, you know, we're still going to have some folks that come in here and they just want a one-time loan for some cows or a tractor. And that's absolutely fine. They can have, um, you know, the egg start discount on their loan. And if they don't want to talk to an officer more than once every couple of years, that's, that's okay. We're going to serve people how they want to be served. Um, but I think the YBS program is a little more intentional and, you know, a lot more touch points with your officer throughout the year.
0: And I think to your point about that person that maybe doesn't want a lot of that contact, I think knowing that it's available could change their thoughts on that. So they might Absolutely. come in for that one-time loan and then with some dialogue with you and, and other officers throughout Farm Credit, they might say, you know what, this is good for me. And, and then we can continue to help. And,
1: Absolutely. And the, you know, and- internally here, we have what we call tier two candidates. And maybe those are some of those folks that they have a loan product with us or an insurance product with us. And, We've kind of visited with them about the YBS program, but they're not sure that they want to be too involved with it yet. Those are our tier two. Those are the ones that we're going to keep letting them know about it and keep having those conversations. And hopefully someday we can get them with a YBS officer too at some point.
0: And then continuing with you, Megan, we'll uh, jump ahead a little bit here, but any other success stories um, that you've seen from this program? Um, Obviously, we've heard some great highlights about Aaron Kurtz operations, but uh, anything else you want to highlight there?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, uh, this program has been really, really great um, for a lot of reasons. Um, One of the most exciting things to me is um, we have select members of our underwriting team who expressed an interest in working with our YBS customers. And so they've been challenged, like I mentioned earlier, to maybe think a little bit outside the box or get a little bit more creative with you know, loan structure or underwriting standards and things like that. And so, you know, we've helped uh, right here in this region, we've helped one producer go from um, one pivot to, you know, two or three pivots and 1200 acres of dry land within one year. Um, so that was a pretty big jump. Uh, we increased his operating by over $600,000 in one year, you know, things like that. I don't know uh, if we would have had those opportunities before, or it would have been a lot harder to do. By creating the relationship officer position, we've um, freed up teammates to specifically focus on this too. So I was able to sit down with that other customer, really, really go through a uh, detailed cash flow to yep. make sure he could handle, you know, this jump in acres and and jump in operating expenses, and um, really look at the risks and you know the potential outcomes of that. So. Um, that's been exciting. Uh, Through our YBS program, we have had customers and prospects also come to our meetings, our workshops, when we bring in other resources. We had a young producer that isn't even a customer. He um, is going to be a customer though. He did not know about our LRP insurance product for the livestock revenue protection. Um, He bought some livestock revenue protection from us and Now he is really thinking he wants to do business with us on the operating side. So, you know, we've just seen a lot of cool things like that as far as growing our business, but also it's really fun when you get to invite people and and they learn something or they connect with a new resource too. A
0: lot of that comes back to the educational resources we're offering. That's getting the conversations going, get people prepared to add the acres and some good success stories coming from it. And I don't know if you remember how many lines of credit we've extended to to YBS customers. Do you know that off the top of your head?
1: Yeah, so um, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but it's over 100. You know, this first year when we launched it in all of our regions, um, we were shooting for, you know, around that 50 new line of credits, and we just blew right past that. I can't uh, tell you how excited I am for the whole YBS team and everybody really, because we've gotten so many great referrals from our teammates, whether they're in crop insurance or operations or, you know, the other financial officers and financial services officers. It's really been a team effort, but the program has been a big success. And I'm just really, really proud of what everybody's done.
0: Absolutely. And just good to hear that there's that many operations in some way, shape or form benefiting similar to the way that Aaron and Kurt have talked about today. Aaron and Kurt, flipping back to you a little bit, day in the life of the producer side. You know, you mentioned you're a your wage earner or there's some off farm income, but what is what is a typical day, as much as you can describe that look like for you guys?
2: First thing in the morning, seems like God call Bruce and call Aaron, call Bruce back, call Aaron. <laughs>
1: Tell him who Bruce
2: is. He's the guy that we're slowly taking over the farm.
0: Okay. Okay. For, for. And how much how much more or how much ground is he farming still?
2: Uh, he's
0: got eight minutes Yeah, that. eight ten okay. Gotcha, gotcha, and and Kurt, you're a wager, and you said, are you working then five days a week somewhere else? Or are you still doing that, or what's the situation yeah, there?
2: Yeah, I still work for a farmer in Wallace. I
0: work every okay. day. Winter, so a lot okay. of time so that...
2: it goes into place there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Aaron, are you off working off farm at all? Or no, I just farm. I just okay.
3: Well farm with Kurt and then I have some pivots of my own and I also help my dad farm.
0: Gotcha. So I mean, talk about that balance a little bit. What how do you do that? Is it need basis only? Like what breaks next? Or <laughs>
2: um
0: how do you, how do you mix all that together?
2: I try to wake up early in the morning and go check our pivots. Then I go to work and then Aaron's got him an afternoon shift and he kind of keeps an eye on them and When I get off work, I go back by the pivots at night and longer days.
3: Yeah. For me, the pivot side is is I check the pivot check the pivots that aren't running first, and then everything that's running, it just kinda goes that way and check them as I get to them. And worked out pretty good in planting season. My dad he'd run the planter, then the Bruce, he'd plant. So I just go back and forth and who needed something, I went here, and they needed something, I went there, and worked out pretty good.
0: So in short, you guys are busy, right? Yes. (laughs) Um, And so that's part of that long-term plan, those goals. How do we maybe simplify, or um, if you can expand and change that off-arm income, that'd be critical. Or if it just rains more, you have less pivots to manage, right? (laughs) uh well uh we'll wrap it up with this question and and i can take this from all of you but uh what advice do you guys have for young producers whether it's somebody similar to you guys just starting out at your age or someone coming out of high school and looking to to get into the farming industry
2: work hard be patient be willing to learn find a good mentor is a good one too and uh, always go with your gut feeling. Never second guess
1: yourself.
0: Megan, do you have anything on that?
1: Yeah, I think my advice for young producers would be set some goals. And I think, you know, Kurt mentioned having a mentor. Um, You know, that can be a family member. That can be another local producer. Um, You know, a lot of times those mentors can help you. Um, you know, with your marketing or with your crop management or anything like that. But sometimes those mentors become those people that can really help you um, by leasing you ground or helping you get started by selling you a piece of ground um, on contract or something like that. So, you know, just really, um, I would say networking network with lots of producers around yourself. That's how you find those opportunities. And that's how those people, maybe that older generation finds out, Hey, there's some young guys that, or gals that really, really want to be involved with farming or ranching. And I would like to help them get started. If I can the networking piece also comes in with developing a good team. You need to have good resources and good team. As far as, you know, an accountant um, who you work for with as far as you know, your operation um, for seed or chemical, or if you're ranching, um, maybe that's your veterinarian or a nutritionist, something like that. Hopefully, you have a a really trustworthy insurance agent and lending officer. But you need to have a team that you can bounce ideas off of and get feedback from and, and things like that. Um, I feel like when you're in that young and beginning stage, um, there's so many moving parts and pieces. And as we know, in agriculture, some years are really good years, and it's easier to make money than other years. So hopefully, that team of of people that you've built up can help you year to year kind of manage some of those risks or hurdles or challenges.
0: Absolutely. I think that, I mean, even just to summarize that, there's so much of what YBS can do to align those things. Um, and the success stories we've had with Aaron and Kurt, along with all the other operations, we just get to continue to tell that story. And if a young producer has an interest in in getting into uh farming or egg in some capacity, we're we're here to support them. Um and we've got the people, and then we can continue, like you said, build that network with all our different training opportunities and and seminars and that kind of stuff. So we're here for them. The YBS, uh, we've put a lot of emphasis on it, and I've greatly enjoyed hearing you guys' stories today. And thank you so much again. So we'll wrap it up with that. So Megan, Aaron, Kurt, thank you for joining our conversation for this month's Strengthen Your Roots podcast and sharing more about the emphasis we are putting on young producers. It's been a pleasure to learn more about both of you and your teams. For any questions, comments, feedback, or ideas for future podcasts, please email dollar sign roots. And don't forget to engage with us in our Yammer podcast ponder question from today's episode for a chance to win some Roots swag. Stay tuned for next month's episode where the Patriot ERG takes over the Roots podcast channel. Thanks, everyone, and have a great day. Thank you for joining us on Strengthen Your Roots. We hope you'll join us again on our next episode.